Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Ingenuity Show has the weirdest style. The Ingenuity Show hopes you stay a while. Come with these three nerdy engineers. What you will find might linger in the cochlea of your ears, oh. With every nerdcast, there is something new. If you are listening, then this show's for you. You may think the premise of this show sounds so absurd, well... You're the one listening who's the nerd. You know me so you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Something fun on your guitar. Something with an A or a G. Hello, welcome to the Ingenuity Show. This is Mr. Pold, and I'm here with D. Vitti. And the man recommended by three out of ten dentists, Brian. Yay. Hello, guys. No, uh, <clears throat> oh, sorry, my I haven't used my vocal cords in a long time. It's uh, okay. I'm back. Uh, uh, how how now, brown cow? How now? Okay, all right. No, Hello, one, hey, thank you for having me. If you hey, need Brian. a voice exercise, try synonyms of cinnamon. Synonyms of cinnamon. Synonyms of cinnamon. Synonyms. Synonym. <laughs> That would be a synonym, synonym, right? <laughs> Unique New York. Unique New York. Unique New York. The, the human. To- <laughs> All right. The, the human torch. Is that what you're going to say? Oh, I, I was going to say the human torch was died a bank loan, but. Oh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so we are short one engineered, right? Well, we do not have Saint Jimmy, but we have a guest host, Brian. I just had to take the opportunity to call him short. <laughs> oh. Well, most of our listeners don't know he's the shortest engineered. Well, now they do. Okay. Um, Brian, you may recognize from shows such as Lost Unlocked or The Happy Cast. It's true. We, it's true. We had him on our show a couple years ago. Yeah, I was thinking I was still living in my old house or rental. And yes, uh, when. It, it went so well, you thought to yourself, like, we should have him back in three years. years. That's <laughs> Well, last time I had de- technical difficulties, so I wasn't able to participate most of the show. That's true. I forgot about that. <laughs> but we've we've taken uh, we've we've been guests on your other podcast. So we're one big podcast family. Yes. Yes, I'm, I'm out of the game right now, but I'll be back someday. As of now, I'm just thrilled to be a guest on the prestigious Ingenuity Show, my personal favorite podcast going today. Yes. Oh, I'm blushing. <laughs> well, Davidi, do you want to give us our fake sponsor? Oh, we don't have anything other than the name of it. 
Oh, I thought I thought this was your fake sponsor. Come on. Is this my fake sponsor? I didn't put it there. This week on the Ingenuity Show, it's coming to you by Ego Ruffles. So funny you'll roll on the ground in syrup. <laughs> It'll be sticky, What's by the way. After you roll in the syrup and then you roll in the grass, you get all the dry grass stuck to you. If you give an engineer some syrup. No. <laughs> That's a shout out to people that have small children and read books to them. If you give a pig a pancake. Have you read that one? Yes. Many I should times. put that in my uh, consumption. Over and oh. over and over again. I read that to my 17-year-old last night. Oh. <laughs> I'm just I, I, I'm unfamiliar. Is that a sequel to If You Give a Mouse a Cookie? It is. It is. Okay, Same all right. Person. I, I remember that one from my childhood. I didn't know that it had become a whole franchise now. Yeah, someone had to make money or something, wanted to feed his own kids. I don't know. How dare they? <laughs> I suppose someone probably ripped them off. <laughs> <laughs> Took their concept. That's and just, right. Just went with it. You yeah. can't copyright a concept, dude. Sorry. So what was yeah, your guys' it, favorite child, children's book when you were a kid? If you could, there would only be one podcast. What? <laughs> you know, you just copyright the concept of a podcast. Oh, someone tried that. They lost. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, did they? <laughs> they picked on the wrong person. They picked on someone with money and uh, somebody that cared about fighting back. Uh, which was awesome. Oh, I guess I have the first banter item, huh? Well, I didn't put that on there. I put that on there. <laughs> so I was walking... Um, to get a candy bar in an adjacent building to mine because my candy machine is like empty. Um, so I was walking past two individuals that had those gauges in their ears, you know, those oh, yeah. holes. Um, yes. So I'm not sure if that has anything to do with the rest of the story, but they were talking <laughs> about um, somebody they used to work with and they said, yeah, the guy was so hard to read. He wouldn't give you any facial expressions or no nothing. I was like, no nothing. So I figured That's he was self-identifying. All something, right? He meant to say N O nothing, but I I heard K N O W nothing, like he's self-identifying himself as a no nothing. Oh. And then on the same trip, I saw a sign that said something about recycling. It's like, did you know that all the items you can recycle? I was like, don't you mean do you know? <laughs> Did you know all the items you can recycle? Well, I used to, <laughs> What's but not anymore. <laughs> At what point in time do I, did I have to know? When I was in elementary school? Probably. They taught us that garbage. I mean, that recycling. <laughs> Speaking so anyways, about just... uh, interesting interactions with coworkers. So where my office is right now is inside like a double wide trailer or a single wide trailer with... Desk lined is it up. Blocks? It base, yeah, basically a box. Well, my desk is at the end of the trailer. And yesterday, I think it was, um, the basically my boss's boss came into the trailer. And I had been sitting in my chair next to my coworker at his desk going over some things. Well, my boss's boss went to talk to somebody who was sitting at the computer that's like right next to mine. And at one point, I get up to move my chair back to my desk so I can sit at my own desk. And as I approach him with my chair, he turns to me and says, 
Oh, that's okay. I can stand. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, um, actually, I'm just going to my desk right there. <laughs> <laughs> he thought I was offering him my chair. Well, why wouldn't he not? You're an underling. <laughs> Underlings give up their chairs. Underlings, yeah. I guess that's what he sees everyone as. So when you're talking about what happened at your single wide trailer, I was going to ask you if one of your old refrigerators fell over and killed one of the dogs on your porch. <laughs> there is a refrigerator in the trailer, but it's not old. Oh, it's not out on the porch? No, and there's no porch oh. or dogs. <laughs> I'm on site at my workplace, so I have to be where the work is. Hmm. <laughs> well, what was also funny was... Uh, my coworker. Well, okay. So my end of the trailer, we have proprietary things happening there. And so no cell phones are allowed in that end of the trailer. I guess, you know, so they can't be used as bugging devices or something. I don't know. But, um, but can't computers <laughs> so it means use, I, like, I don't have a phone at my desk. There's a lot but of uh, the, movies that show like computers can listen through like the vibrations of windows even. Yeah, there's distance. there's no windows in there either. Oh. But the vibration so the, of the side of the trailer, maybe. Yeah, there's no windows <laughs> <laughs> anywhere. Anyway, so this uh, you know my boss's boss has his cell phone on his hip, and my him? coworker he he was on the show a few weeks ago. JT <laughs> turns to me and he's like, "I dare you to to tell him that he can't have his phone there," <laughs> <laughs> and I said. If he pulls it out and starts talking on it, I'm going to put the smack down on him. <laughs> I think you're supposed to tackle him. I think it's proper security etiquette. He's like, you're going to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, it's a, maybe it's a test to see if you guys would actually stop him. Well, I have told people to take their phone elsewhere before. Politely. I wasn't rude to him. Or oh, anything. LFG had to tell somebody they needed a hard hat and then to be in the area they're in. Well, get on him. Yeah, so now I'm getting the reputation as as the guy that doesn't kowtow to anybody and <laughs> everyone's the same to me, which is true. Yeah. Just I'll, because you you know got a fancy title and make more money than me doesn't mean I'm going to give you my chair. <laughs> well, that reminds me of something I was listening to on Span the Void. Yeah. What they're talking about, I mean, I think it was on there anyways. They're talking about it's not race. You're not racist if you think you're better than everybody. <laughs> <laughs> not just as particularly race, but everybody. I mean, everyone's the same, but they're lower than you. What would you call that? Modern society? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you're full of yourself, I guess. Well, it's the same thing as uh, a humanist. No, I'm thinking of <laughs> if you see a nerd walking down the road and he doesn't make eye contact, it's not because he's, you know, you're a certain race and he's racist. He never makes eye contact with anyone. Oh, that's true. <laughs> what I hate as, an in as a nerd walking down the sidewalk with my eyes down towards the sidewalk is when somebody walks in front of you and all of a sudden looks like you're looking at their posterior. <laughs> I was looking there first. They moved into my view. 
You walked into my field of view. Then you have to make eye contact with people walking by, and that's awkward. Because what if you try to make eye contact and they don't? <laughs> You're just staring at them. I, I get worried sometimes if I see somebody that I think I know, and I stare at them, and then I realize, oh, shoot, I don't know that person. <laughs> and they've made eye contact with me. I'm just like, what's up? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> that is awkward. I like yeah, it when well, uh, people say hello or something, but the person has the wrong morning greeting chambered. Oh, right. <laughs> hey, how's it going? And, hello. Or no, what, how did that? I screwed that all up. Give me an example, Paul. Go. Cool. <laughs> well, this just happened to me the other day in the elevator. Um, or how's it going? Or how are you? And you say, not much. That's right. <laughs> and then I'm yeah. just like, crap, I hope he gets to the floor. I've got low so self-esteem. But, you know, I witnessed that, and then I mentioned it to the person that was part of that conversation or part of that exchange. Yeah. And he didn't even realize that's what happened. So it gives me hope that when I do that awkwardly, that the people don't notice because they're just expecting a response. So your response <laughs> right. gets changed in the air into their what they're expecting. And then it well, and it's just pleasantries anyway. No one cares what you're saying. You don't try to come That's up true. with a new chambered response that doesn't make sense no matter what they say? <laughs> you should How make are you it doing? your goal to see if you can have the stranger say, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this I'm, I'm cringing just hearing you guys talk about this because earlier today, just earlier today, I was at the park. Uh, taking a walk i saw a coworker. he's like hey brian what's up and i go oh pretty good how about you <laughs> oh no uh, that's exactly <laughs> what i'm talking about <laughs> oh that's awesome what are you gonna do though i mean you gotta have a response chambered otherwise like if i don't have one chambered and like ready and expect people to talk to me i don't comprehend what they said the first time that's yeah. true and like you said they're not really expecting anything so i maybe Maybe the only way out of this as a society is we all have to give really well thought out answers to any questions like, oh, hey, how's it going? It's like, well, OK, I'm glad you asked. I've got a lot going on. Let me do you, how much time do you have? Let me break it down for you. <laughs> That'd be great. How many people do you get cringe and still try to keep walking away as you're trying to talk? To <laughs> and it gets to the point where people don't even make eye contact with you, which is really what I want anyway. So. Right. Right. <laughs> Well, St. Jimmy goes so far as wearing headphones with no music, just so people won't talk to him. <laughs> I've done that before in a hospital elevator. I'm standing there alone, and then the floor stops. Oh, no, people are getting on. I put the earbuds in and start <laughs> nodding my head like, ah, oh, yes, I'm really, really enjoying this music that us young people like. <laughs> no, as they're getting on, you just pretend like you're talking to yourself. They will avoid you. <laughs> <laughs> no, not these ones. These ones look nice. <laughs> yeah, I just put on a... A face that says, don't mess with me. I might snap any minute and it won't be pleasant for anybody. I tried that. Uh, and like, sir, are you okay? Do you need to call a doctor? <laughs> no, I don't do that on purpose. I guess I just have a resting face that looks like I'm angry or mad. You know what they call that, right? What? I'm not going to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but once you start talking to me, I'm obviously... Friendly, right? Right, right. Yes, definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh oh, <laughs> don't hurt me. <laughs> yes, 
it's always uh, St. Jimmy that people are when they're talking to me and find out we have a podcast. Oh, I should listen so I can hear him talk. <laughs> this is yeah. what you do when one of us is gone. We talk about him, right? Well, yeah, that's what we do whenever you're gone. Yeah, I know. I actually listened to an episode because someone <laughs> told me I should. Well, guess what I got tickets to coming uh, up how many, next Paradise? How many tickets? How many, oh, I was going to do it too. Okay, <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) I'm going to go see Weird Al Yankovic in concert next week. Oh, congratulations. uh, Have you been before? Is this your first experience? Oh, wow. Weird Al concert. You're you're going to love it. It's incredible. He's quite the showman. I've heard from Brian on his podcast that Weird Al puts on a great show. Well, the coolest show I've ever seen was Cypress Hill. So it'll probably be a little different than those guys. Maybe uh, a little bit. I would imagine. No 60-foot inflatable Buddha on stage holding pot leaves? <laughs> probably not. Uh, okay. It's been a couple of years. He might have updated the show by now, so I'm not going to completely rule it out. <laughs> maybe maybe that's been added to the mix. I'm expecting a lot of costume changes and Weird Al songs. So. Oh, yep. did, okay. you should yell out uh, Trigger Happy. I want to hear Trigger Happy. Do you think he'll take requests? <laughs> I don't know. Actually, probably not in today's um, modern... Trigger, yeah, let's play Trigger Happy. <laughs> I got an AK-47. Well, you know it makes me feel all right. Shoot to kill now. Shoot to kill. Yeah, that wouldn't go over well. Probably not. It didn't go over well at Boy Scout camp when I played it there either. Well, it depends on what audience you're talking about. The rest of the troop liked it. Well, but I did get in trouble by some of the leaders, the scout leaders. Not our scout leader. He liked it. No, our scout leader loved that song. You know, <laughs> I just sent my kid off to Boy Scout camp, and I was thinking about this. I think back to my Boy Scout camp experience. I don't remember a leader there. You don't remember them, or you just don't remember seeing them? I don't remember seeing them. I don't know if they like got us up in the morning and then went to work. Well, you didn't get in trouble as nearly as often as I did at Boy Scout camp, apparently. <laughs> oh, did you see, well, our leaders I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Our troop leaders. Yeah, I don't know if they came. That's weird. I don't think they'd get, let, let you get away with that anymore. So, you've got some news coming up, right, DVD? Oh, yes. So, I got a hold of uh, the Passerby podcast via Twitter, private message. So I was listening to one. I was like, right. I should be on here. So I uh, inst- or messaged him and said, uh, hey, are you still interested in having more engine nerds on the show? And he was very happy to say yes. So I just cool. got to figure out a time. Awesome. It sounds like he's pretty flexible. Because so I said, well, I get home <clears throat> at like 6.30 every day of the week. Um, I guess 6 o'clock is what I said. And he said, yeah, that'd be great. Or weekends. So I just got to find a time. Yeah, I was just on his show, uh, Matthew, for with Pastors By, um, last week. And it'll be airing in a few weeks from now. So I'm still trying to decide what story I should tell. Do I want to go really deep and tell like a really intense story? About well, that's kind of the direction I went. Or should I go like Second one of the time. funnier moments of my life and talk about all my embarrassing moments as a teenager? I don't know. Go deep, man. Go deep. 
Unless you mention me, then don't go deep. No, I don't think anything to do with this story. Oh, good. <laughs> well, maybe... No. At least I hope you didn't. You wield way this, more power if you did than I thought. I've been on his show twice. <laughs> and the first time I went light and funny story, the second time I went deep well, and personal. This is my first time I used to go light and funny. Maybe. Can you make one up? <laughs> <laughs> halfway through wait a minute this is like this sounds like Ace Ventura start, Pet Detective you start telling <laughs> and not the first one <laughs> yeah so I was delivering this box and I kept drop kicking it down the and sidewalk you, would you believe it the Wachudu are biters I didn't know <laughs> and then Dan Marino and I <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm so excited for my uh my monthly movie tomorrow night. We're showing My Blue Heaven, starring Steve Martin and what's his name? Dan Aykroyd. Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. Ah, oh, Rick Moranis. Yes. Oh. It might be the I, the only one of Steve Martin's movies I can remember where he doesn't have white hair. I think he it's, doesn't. I think it's dyed. It's like silver or like dark gray. Hmm. Anyway, it's a good movie. I couldn't find it in anything other than DVD and standard format. Not even VHS? <laughs> Not even VHS. <laughs> have you seen this movie, Brian? I have not. When you mentioned when you mentioned the the title My Blue Heaven, I immediately I immediately remembered seeing the VHS sitting on the shelf of the blockbuster with uh, Steve Martin with a lawnmower in one hand and his arm around. I th- in, my, in my mind, it was Dan Aykroyd, but now I realize it was Rick Moranis. Yeah, it's Rick but, Romanis, uh, I, I never, I never got around to renting it. I, I should, I should have, I'm a, you know, I'm a fan of his work. I don't know why I never rented my blue heaven. Isn't it? It's basically a story about a mobster that goes on witness protection, isn't it? Yep. And Rick Moranis is uh, his FBI agent handler. It's, <laughs> And he can never figure out how to unbuckle the seatbelt before he gets out of the car. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's a great movie for as a kid. There's a part where uh, he's trying to get uh, the social security number for Steve Martin's wife's character. He starts rattling off numbers. He's like, wait, you give me one too many numbers. We'll take off the nine. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good movie. Yeah. Next month, we're going to have a double feature at my house. We're going to watch. Um, it's going to have a theme. See if you can pick out the theme. Predator, Predator, kindergarten cop. Kindergarten cop. <laughs> well, there's monsters in both of them, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. One. <laughs> what's scarier, the predator or kindergartners? It's mm. a toss-up. Yeah. Predator has like a nuclear weapon attached to his arm. Dealing with kindergartners makes you wish you had one. <laughs> Oh, you're going to go with the nuclear option, huh? It's not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Predator is where you hear Arnold say, get to the chopper for the first yes. time. <laughs> I'm trying to remember when they said that in the movie. Because at the end, it's by, all him by himself, right? Getting to the chopper. Yeah, it, I, yeah, I don't think it was at the end. I don't think it was like a self-motivational thing. Like, get to the yeah. chopper. <laughs> you got to do it. I got to do it. That's pretty good, right? I like that. Oh, well, thank There's you. occasions I could do a good Arnold Schwarzenegger, but not on cue, that's for sure. So it's just like spontaneous Arnold Schwarzenegger throughout yeah, the day because... it really is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we found on YouTube there was a... 
It was like 10 minutes of Arnold, uh, like classic Arnold um, quotes. It was just a bunch of clips of movies, like 10 minutes worth. <laughs> By the end, you're laughing pretty hard. I got to find that. Well, should we go to Nerdiculture? Let's do it. All right. So this week on Nerdiculture, we're going to talk about Star Trek Fast and Furious. I mean, uh, Star Trek Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming out soon. Um, I've already contemplated going to a marathon on the Wednesday before it comes out where they're going to play... Um, all three of the new movies at the IMAX in a row. Is it 3D? I don't know if it's 3D, but the yeah. problem is I wouldn't be able to get there in time after work because of when it starts, and it would keep me up way too late for enjoying Weird Al the next day. Oh, yeah. You're so, old. We forget. <laughs> so I'll probably just go on Friday like every other That's normal Star next Trek week? Thing. It's next week. Okay, I thought it was this week. Well, if for our listeners listening to this, it's this, this, this week. <laughs> Unless you're listening to it late, then it's last week. Right. <laughs> well, next week in real life, timeline, like the real timeline for us right now, yeah. I'll be up in the mountains backpacking oh, from Wednesday so to not Saturday. not an alternate timeline? Not an alternate timeline. <laughs> At least I don't think so. I'll let you know afterwards. So I know we've talked about Star Trek a lot on this show. I don't think we've ever had an actual nerdiculture dedicated to Star Trek. Are you sure you want to open this box? <laughs> well, we won't have time to completely delve into Star Trek, but since we have Brian here and he's also a Star Trek fan, and he kind of suggested this topic, I thought we would delve a little bit into it. Excellent. And, you know, it's... It's kind of fitting that this is in the nerdiculture section because nerdiculture is like horticulture but with less hordas. Well, this week, more hordas. So I have a question for Brian. On a scale of okay. 1 to 10, what is your hatred for Captain Janeway? <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, right out the gate, I need to make sure I, I set the record straight because I, I do I enjoy Star Trek, but... I, my fandom is nothing compared to the almighty engineers. I, I'm a, just a just a baby Star Trek fan. I truthfully, the only Star Trek I really like it would be the original series, uh -huh. the, the the movies with the original cast, and then the reboot. I never got into anything beyond that. Okay. So but, uh, you avoided well, Captain Janeway it sounds, nicely. It sounds like I need to get way into Voyager. Is that what you're saying? Should I get way into Voyager? Well, if you're w <laughs> willing to root for a character to die every week. <laughs> like I do. Well, and, and she does die in half the week. Well, one week she turned into a giant salamander, which is almost as good. <laughs> yes, like and so did the um, the pilot, um, Paris. He also turned into a salamander, and they had salamander babies. 
So if you're going to watch an episode of Voyager, watch that one. What's, do you know the name of that one? I don't. I don't. It's the most bizarre and worst episode of Star Trek <laughs> ever. Salamander Love Children. <laughs> I, I, I think I might actually watch just that episode. You should. <laughs> In fact, I might add that to my monthly movie showing is just a viewing of that. <laughs> so, Well, uh, I like your choice of Star Trek original because that's what I started on. Me too. So we when didn't I watch was it a child. It was originally on TV, though. We saw it as reruns. Yes, we saw it as reruns. We're not, We're not that, old. that old. Come on. <laughs> but we would watch it. While we ate dinner, my dad would turn on Star Trek and we'd watch it as a family as we ate dinner. That's my memory of it. Oh, I didn't remember that, but I was probably too small. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) I actually saw... So I've been watching The Twilight Zone, which I mentioned last week. But I just happened to see the other episode that Bill Shatner's in for The Twilight Zone. Because we're familiar with the one where he's... You know, the terror at 20,000 feet where he sees the monster on the wing of the airplane. But there's another episode he's in. It's called The Nick of Time. And uh, I was sitting there playing solitaire on my computer with the, you know, Twilight Zone on in the background. And I'm hearing his voice. And I didn't think anything of it. And then I glanced up and I saw him. I'm that's Bill Shatner. (laughs) (laughs) But he plays this guy that's gets obsessed with this like fortune telling device on his diner table that you put a you ask a question you put a penny in and push the button and it spits out an answer <laughs> but he was starting to get obsessed and his fiance was starting to get annoyed but it was awesome it's better than getting a triple am i right <laughs> <laughs> or a hundred tribbles falling on you from a <laughs> compartment above your head I mean, if he hates tribbles, right? Well, why else would you transport them all into a Klingon ship where the Klingons are definitely going to kill them? Well, I would argue he hated Klingons too, and that's why he did it. He figured one or two tribble or one or two Klingons might go out in a triple blaze of glory. <laughs> oh, the cuteness is too much. Well, in my head, I'm picturing the animated series with the. Uh, Tribbles on the Klingon ship. Is it bad that I picture the transporter operator turning the Tribbles inside out first as it's transporting over? (laughs) What the heck? Like the motion picture when that poor guy gets transported inside out. Yeah, that was disturbing. Yes. It's a good thing I'd already fallen asleep when I was a kid to that that point in the movie. (laughs) Okay, so we're kind of getting off track here. Star Trek. So, <laughs> Brian, what do you expect from the the next Star Trek movie, Star Trek Beyond? Okay, all right. What do I expect? I am going to you know coming coming off of Star Trek Into Darkness, which uh, it's a, it's a, uh, from the people I've talked to is a little bit divisive. I really enjoyed it, but I've talked to people that certainly were on the other side of that coin, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to assume that it's not like a really stealth remake of The Search for Spock. I think that would be a really bad move. <laughs> I think you're probably right. But at least if they did that, at least there could be a character named David in it. That gets brutally killed by Klingons? <laughs> I, I am kind of disturbed about their lack of some established aliens. 
I don't know. Well, I miss see, I think, I think they should have brought back um, John Larroquette and uh, Christopher <laughs> Lloyd as Klingons in this episode. They were good Klingons. Like they were in Search for Spock. <laughs> I guess we did get Klingons in the last one, didn't we? Kind of, yeah. They had masks on and stuff. Yeah. I want Worf back. So, okay, so my memory is that the Enterprise has been destroyed in all three of these movies, but I think I'm wrong. Because it gets barely saved in Into Darkness, right? Does it? It's pretty destroyed. I can't remember now. It, did it crash into uh, the planet? It did or? crash into a planet with it, but it was in pretty good It's pretty trashed. Right? Yeah, it's It's so. been a while. I, I need to rewatch it. <laughs> At least had lots of holes in it. Yeah. It, it it wasn't doing well. Things were looking really bad for the Enterprise. The first one it survived, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. In my mind, I've got it. My mind is telling me that it was destroyed in all three movies, but I'm sure that's not true. Right, David, he's looking it up. <laughs> <laughs> I was making sure but, we're still recording. It looks like it's... Oh. Oh, <laughs> we are. Looks like that, that, it's definitely going to be destroyed in this movie, though. Yeah, it looked like it. Which would be parallel to Search for Spock, where the Enterprise is destroyed. Oh man! All right, I'm getting excited now. So we just have to we have to get through this, and then we can do the fourth reboot movie, which is going to be the uh, the Voyage Home. Oh, that'd be the great. Best, and it won't have the Enterprise. It'll just have the Bird of Prey. Except for they don't, there's no Klingons, so it'd be whatever new alien they brought in. <laughs> well, they can't be the exact remakes. Yeah, no, that would be bold if they just didn't even bother getting a new script. It's like, it's a shot-for-shot <laughs> shot remake of The Voyage Home. It's going to be, be great. Awesome. Biggest movie of all time. It's <laughs> so good. I would watch that. <laughs> so how and I'm replace- sure in this movie we're not going to get a shot of a Klingon standing on the Enterprise, hearing the ship computer count down to zero, and being confused about what's happening. <laughs> so one thing that bugs me, though, is if we're going to do the voyage home, the best line is that is when Chekhov's asking about the nuclear vessels. That's good. That's Are they going to replace I, that character? The nuclear... I, I don't know. They Are Yeah, in the reboot, nu- nuclear vessels would be a, a character, an actual person named nuclear vessels. It'll be oh, great. That'd be so good. <laughs> well, and they'd be, have to get a new actor. It'd have to be Wesley. Because the actor that plays the new Chekhov passed away recently. Right. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's Maybe true. they should bring Walter Koenig back. Oh, yeah. Chekhov Prime. Yeah, something happens like did from the future. And he goes into the future. Or, no, how'd that work? <laughs> oh, they go to the past, to Earth, and they left Chekhov there the first time. Oh, yeah. He gets left behind but in the past. Now it's the 2000s. And they have to pick him up, and he's aged a lot since then. There'll be Chekhov's here. <laughs> Goes from being the youngest to the oldest crew member. Chekhov's like, let me out of here. I don't need to be in this. Turn <laughs> aluminum. Or, or maybe they just don't even bother trying to justify it in the script. It's just uh, <laughs> it's just a different act. They don't even mention, like, Chekhov, are you okay? I'm good. Like, All yeah, right. And okay. Kirk has to release the door so Chekhov can get out of the cage into the <laughs> ocean. <laughs> no, I see what you're saying. Just... Stick a new actor in there and not make any deal of it. Kind of like Bewitched. Or Roseanne. Oh, yes. Yeah, like a, the new Darren. Yeah. Or, or Back to the Future. Oh, yeah, Roseanne. 
Yeah, Back to the Future. Okay, let's keep going, guys. I think I oh, let me. I've got one. Let me think. Let me think. Um, I don't have anything. I'm sorry. I really, I, I really built that up. Jack Tripper. What's that show where he has the he's jacking up with the two ladies? Uh, Three's Company. Three's Company. There you go. Did they, they replace someone in that? I think they did, oh, well, but they. It was a different actor character, actually. It was different, yeah, because Don Knox oh. came in as Mr. Furley. He didn't play <laughs> oh, that's right. Mr. Roper. Yeah, yeah that's true. Hmm. Okay, so 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 in about 30 minutes, you guys are going to be talking about some really cool engineered stuff, and I'm just going to chime in like, oh, I got one now. This is a, a, a character <laughs> that got replaced. <clears throat> so one thing of note, and this was the first thing I noticed watching the trailer, is that it, it has the same director as Fast and Furious. Is that did I read that right? Uh, yes, Justin Will? Lin oh, directed. Sorry. He directed, in my opinion, the best Fast and Furious movies. He did uh, three, Tokyo Drift. He did four. He did Fast Five, and he did Fast and Furious Six. So he did those four. So is it wrong of me to consider this movie like a Fast and Furious Seven instead of a Star Trek Three? <laughs> Fast and Furious Seven's already but, slated to come out, though, or it's already out. Oh, yeah. Eight? Eight, just oh, eight, whatever number. <laughs> and eight's already like being filmed. So okay, nine, fine, whatever. <laughs> Remember, I saw it's part of the filming of eight. That's right. When I was in Cleveland. Okay, there's been so many I can't keep track of how many there's been. Okay. What's really funny? You want Whiplash? Watch the first Fast and the Furious movie, and then watch the latest one. Oh, that yeah, movie it's is more different. A lot. <laughs> huh. My favorite's still number two, though. Which is weird because it doesn't have Vin Diesel in it, and I like Vin Diesel. Oh, that's true. It's the, the only one that he's not in. So I can't wait for The Rock and Vin Diesel to show up in this Star Trek movie. Wait, <laughs> are they going to be in there with no. Kevin Hart? I don't think so. But there's well, the, motorcycle tricks and stuff, right? Yeah that that first trailer there was actually a lot of backlash of people saying like, oh this doesn't look like star trek at all this is fast and furious in space That's and a, as yes i felt bad like that. Uh, yeah as a fan of both of those things i'm I was right. sitting back like mm, that might be okay i'll watch a fast and furious in space i'm cool with that let's <laughs> try right. i have another fast and furious fan here yeah there's not many of us i have friends I, that haven't even seen them I'm like, i like what? the films i think polt and i saw the first one together in the theater I could be. I don't remember. But. I was down helping you move or something when you were at just finished college or something. Okay. So that could we, be. Went, we went to, to the movie. We we're standing out in the parking lot waiting to get tickets, and it was like 110 in Salt Lake where we were at, I think. Hmm. I remember talking about this Audi that I saw because I read an article about how Audi at that point had like a solar panel built in the roof that would kick on your air conditioner and keep it cool while you're in the store or whatever. Oh, cool. So, yes, I have very specific memories that don't really – I shouldn't. Yeah, I don't remember anything about that. So I, I know I saw the first movie. I don't think you were listening to me, so that's fine. I don't remember the venue. but Well, do we have any more thoughts on Star Trek? I mean, we kind of didn't really talk about Star Trek. Well, this The whole reboot of Star Trek has been too exciting for a lot of stalwart Star Trek fans. They're like, yeah. where's the boardroom? There's not enough boardroom. So the second one, they had the boardroom, but then it got blown up and shot to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to watch it. I probably will enjoy it, but I'm really not thinking of it as Star Trek. 
<laughs> I can guarantee I will enjoy it. Yeah. Ooh. All right. I will also go on the record and say that I shall enjoy it. Although, uh, I, you know, the the marathon you were talking about, uh, Mr. Pold, I was actually looking into buying a ticket for that before the podcast started. Oh. Would it would it would it would it sweeten the deal for you if I told you that with every ticket you get a exclusive collector's poster and a Starfleet T-shirt iron-on patch? What? Well, I already have a Star Trek iron-on patch I made myself. <laughs> okay, well, that's... <laughs> I could compare it to the one I made. Next week's going to be super busy for me. Oh, I would I've so got, do that if it wasn't for backpacking. I've got Star Trek, and then my parents are coming into the town where I'm at for a few days, and I've got to show them the sights of, uh, you know, the the city. Yeah, Zimbabwe is nice this time of year. <laughs> I told you I'm not in Zimbabwe. I'm in Mozambique. Oh, that's right. We're in Zimbabwe. <laughs> I'm in Zimbabwe. Yeah. Zimbabwe. I can't wait for the Star Trek, actually. It's going to be good. Although it's not quite the excitement um, as my excitement for the next Star Wars movie. Oh, yeah. I always thought of my fandom of both as the same, but the new movies have kind of shown I think I care about Star Wars more. Hmm. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence. If I, I, you know what? It's a hard, I can't, I can't, I can't decide between the two. I think the thing Star Wars has going for it is it's more, it, especially Rogue One, it's directly tied to the thing I originally loved. Right. While the Star Trek reboot is kind of getting a little further away from it, but, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's still fun for what it is. Well, I was really nervous about the Star Trek when they came out with the 2009 one. So I was like, they're going to ruin it. But then they totally fix it for me with the whole time and going back before. No, like, yeah, definitely. That was, a was big, born. They, it was incredibly clever the way they did it. If they had just tried to play it off as like, oh no, th- this is just a prequel. And these, these characters go on to have the adventures that you know and love. That right. would not have worked for me well, at all. And the beauty is it pres- totally preserves almost in carbonite, the original Star Trek. <laughs> oh, what a mixture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you added a turbo to it. There, I brought it back to Fast and Furious. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I'm All talking right. with my hands like the the Ask a Ninja guy. Especially since Brian and I are the only ones that can see you. That's true. I, I, I'm also doing my hands, but I'm not on video, so nobody sees it but me. <laughs> it's kind of sad. On that note, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Turn off your phone, take a look around you Get out of the zone, it just might astound you Turn off your phone, take a look around you Hey, turn off your phone On to technology! (laughs) Yeah, let's do some technology with Brian. Oh, guys, uh, this is so sudden. I Should I have read that document that you sent me before the podcast to prepare? <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what it says. It says Pokemon Go. Oh, right, right. Yes, of course, of course. All right. So what is this? We need to we I don't have experience with this. I've I just do. heard about it. OK, I'll start at the beginning. Pokemon Go is a uh, smart telephone application 
that you download. Oh, okay. Let me go back. Let me explain uh, cell phones. No, no, telephones. Okay. <laughs> I really need to lay the groundwork. <laughs> cell phones? Maybe okay. go back to what a Pokemon is. Okay. All right. So uh, a Pokemon is uh, a, a franchise, uh, a, video, a series of video games, and also anime that began in 1998. Um, there are these little creatures that uh, you, you catch. It's a collect them all thing. Um, it's, I, I'm going I'm to put my flag in the sand and call it the poor man's Digimon. I'm a Digimon fan, guys. Take that. I think That's, wasn't Digimon the original? I was it. I don't know. I I, I, don't I, I found out about it afterward, and I always considered it to be the cheap knockoff. I was too I'm old just the finding time. out about it now. What's a Digimon? Digital. Oh, monster. it's it, yeah, yeah. It's a digital monster. It's pretty much a, a Pokemon uh, by a different name. Pokemon's oh. a pocket monster. Yes. So they have different names. There's a bunch of them. Uh, yes, yes. Um, they're well. They added a. They added more Pokemon as time progressed. I'm only familiar with the original 150. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I think there. I think there's like 800 now. I don't. I don't know anything about anything past 150. And they have um, different abilities and strengths, and you fight them against each other. Is that right? Uh, yes, yes. And uh, in the in the game, it pretty. It's pretty much a glorified rock paper scissors thing. It's uh, like, oh, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm gonna throw. Out, I'm gonna throw out my uh, fire Pokemon. And then you'll counter that by doing a water Pokemon. So, yeah, fire, fire beats water. Uh, water beats what does water beat? Water, water beats fire. Okay, water beats fire. Fire beats grass. Grass beats water. Yeah, that's how it worked. Anyway, I, I don't know. It's uh, definitely not as shallow as it sounds when I break it down like that. <laughs> There's a little more depth to it. Um, but you you capture these creatures, you train them, and then you fight fight them. It's uh, it's pretty much it's pretty much cockfighting. That's what it is. It's uh, it, it should be. <laughs> it, it's terrible when you think about it. Maybe if you if you kept your chicken in like a little ball that's red and white, like half that's red, half that's white. Right. Yes. If you kept the chicken confined to a a ball that would fit in your pocket, a pocket sized ball. Did it start off as a card game, or did it become a card game? Is it a card game? It is a card game, yeah. The cards okay. were very big uh, back in the late 90s, early 2000s. And yeah, my kids From... have a bunch of them. But the game, I'm... the video game came first? Yeah, uh, I could be wrong. I'm by no means a Pokemon expert, but... Okay, well, compared to us, we are. <laughs> my, uh, based on my understanding, it was originally a video game, and then they created the cartoon to promote the video game, and then the card game uh. came after the fact. Because it is a, uh, it's a Nintendo property, so this is right. all from, yeah. Okay. So, uh, and then uh, I didn't think about Pokemon for like 15 years, and then <laughs> this uh, smartphone game came out called Pokemon Go, and the way it works is it uses the GPS uh, on your phone, uh, so you're looking at... I, I think the information comes from Google Maps. I think that's what it ties into. So you're looking at a miniaturized map, and you're walking around your neighborhood or a park or wherever, and uh, it'll tell you what Pokemon are nearby. It's like, oh, if you go, uh, you know, this way, there's a, a Pikachu. So you just kind of it's kind of walk around until it shows up, and then you throw Pokeballs and try to capture it. Um, you're, you're, you've been employed. You've been implored to catch them all. That is the catchphrase. So you have to catch one of every kind. It's, and you do um, that by swiping on your phone? 
you you do you swipe upward to chunk a uh, a pokeball which just looks like a, a baseball you're just like chunking these balls at it trying to catch it there's no combat like the original pokemon it's a little uh, a little bit light uh, feature wise but i suppose that's kind of expected for a a, a phone game you don't that's have actual free. buttons you're just kind of right. swiping uh, so, so you're kind of i've seen pictures where it looks like they're looking at their phone through the camera and it puts the cartoon pokemon in the look like it's uh, camera oh you're right i completely forgot that that's a thing that's the augmented reality uh AR, yeah what the kids call it they, they, oh i'm sorry I, i'm not up to date with what the kids are calling it the <laughs> ar well, i've yes. got kids so i <laughs> <laughs> the, the I I, I see. I, I feel like an old man now. I call it augmented reality. There's way too many syllables. I'm just wasting time, and then I'm explaining <laughs> how I'm wasting time. So it's wasting even more time. Oh so, man! <laughs> so to bring this around to Mr. Pold, Mr. Pold, I just looked up the history of Pokemon on Wikipedia. Ooh, okay. All right. Thank you. The creator took inspiration from Ultraman. Oh, Ultraman! Because at certain points in that franchise, he had monsters that were kept in these tablets. That uh-huh. he would open it up and these giant monsters would pop out to help him fight. Yeah, that was a show I, DVD and I watched as very small children. You can find it on YouTube, some videos of it anyways. It's basically <laughs> like a precursor to um, Power Rangers. Oh. There's a guy that has this alien technology that pushes a button and it makes him giant. So he's in a city and they usually fights big monsters that are attacking the city. And he uses like Kung Fu or karate, and then he like crosses his arms in front of him, and laser beams shoot out. It's way superior to to any of the incarnations that have come from that. I think. Like the uh, Beastie Boys video for Intergalactic. It's just like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my one of my favorite music videos now. All right, so here's some things I've been hearing about Pokemon go. It's getting people that normally don't leave their houses out on the streets and in public places. Is that correct? Yeah, that um, is correct. Zach actually the other day told me that in the last two days, he'd walked 20 kilometers. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) So yeah, it's getting him out. So is there some kind of aspect of the game that you get more things by walking more or is it just walking to the places where the Pokemon are? Uh, no, there there is an actual gameplay reason to walk. At a certain point, you'll reach a level where you start unlocking eggs, and in order to hatch the eggs into more Pokemon, you'll need to walk a certain distance. So uh, some eggs some eggs are like, oh, this is a, a five kilometer egg, so you have to walk that far before it'll hatch. And uh, yeah, and you you have to be walking. I tried. I, I had it on driving to and from work. I'm like, ah, this surely this counts. It's like, no, you have to walk. We we know what you're doing. We're we're hip to your game, man. You have <laughs> to get out and faster going. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I'm like, no, I I walk. I I, I walk 45 miles an hour. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just found out that my two oldest children are also playing this of game. Of course, they're they're the right age. Yeah, but my youngest is not interested. So we had a freak out. Um, I got a notification. Our billing cycle for our cell phones had just started like six days previous to this. And I, it could give me a notification that we were approaching the maximum of our normal data plan or the biggest data plan we have. And then it was going to go into $15 per gig. Oh. So I was ready to blame Pokemon Go <laughs> until oh, I grabbed my youngest son's phone, who is the newest to have a cell phone. He's just turned 12. That's when uh, my kids get cell phones. 
So yes, my plan has five cell phones on it. Imagine that. It's horrible. Um, so I was looking through his uh, phone and saw this uses statistics for the Pokemon Go, and it was only like forty-eight, me- eighty-four meg. Like, okay, that's not the culprit. So I just kept on scrolling. He'd used almost a gig and a half of YouTube. Oh. And we figure it's because he took his phone to his cousin's house uh-huh. to spend the night and didn't bother to ask St. Jimmy to put his phone on their network. So he's just it's, using cellular data to stream data YouTube. Oh, man. So we're going to have a conversation when he gets back from camp. So Pokemon Go isn't the big data sync that you were thinking. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, it's not in the gigs worth. Um, and my my kids actually turn off the AR feature or the augmented reality feature because they can get more gameplay without running their batteries dead Oh yeah, by not having it on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they I, know what the I, Pokemon look like, so they don't need to. <laughs> no, I, I I've did. heard people... I've heard people say that people have been lured to be mugged by um, in the game or, or with the game or something. Yeah, someone got mugged and their phone taken, I think. The problem I, is, yeah, I, I heard that as well. It's quite insidious. But it seems like a lot of them, they're not only getting out when they're not normally out, but they're out in groups. Well, so and aren't almost. a lot of these Pokemon in places that are like parks and public places like fountains and stuff like that yes it's basically based on popular visit sites okay cell phones know where people go they can tell where people are more likely to be i think they put them there so i i already said my parents are coming to visit me in a couple weekends and i'm starting to worry that touristy places we're going to go is going to be filled with uh, it is pasty, overweight nerds that <laughs> wandering around with, looking at their phones. At least they're not all young nerds. We were wandering around, there's people older than me oh, okay. talking about different Pokemons they'd just gotten. Because we took uh, my kids to talk to us and to take them to the big mall in the large city nearby Yeah, for a Pokemon event. Um, they could get special Pokemon at different stops. Um, I was surprised how many people there were my age or older in costume. <laughs> Which I couldn't really say much about because I do own a Star Trek costume I made myself. <laughs> yeah. There you Which go. I should wear to the movie. Yeah, you should. Totally. I'd feel um, embarrassed, though. I'm embarrassed sometimes by myself. Well, I'm going to wear my Ingenuity Show t-shirt that I bought. To the Weird Al concert, so nice. Yeah. Um, it says, "I'm the, I am the droid you're looking for." Is what the T-shirt says. Do you know so. how Saint Jimmy and I thought of that? How? <laughs> so T Viddy, my wife, called while we were taking our youngest kids up to a, a scout camp, and we were um, just finishing dinner, I think, and she called. And she was trying to set up the t-shirt shop for our website um, so she could sell something so for one of her homework assignments. And so on the phone, she's like, okay, come up with something good to put on a t-shirt. Go. <laughs> so we're looking at each other. We just start spitballing ideas. And that was one I think St. Jimmy came up with. That sounds like one of his. Yes. Uh, we had some funny ones. I tried to keep some of them on my phone. But 
when I talk to my phone and tell it to take a note, sometimes it doesn't hear me correctly. <laughs> so I look back and I'm like, what was I trying to say here? So we got, I saw an email from somebody at work today that talked about Pokemon Go specifically. And uh, basically saying not to use the work phones. Some people get work cell phones for their job, not to use those to play Pokemon Go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, technology outstrips uh, common sense sometimes in society or even like manners, like the e-cigarette things. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, people don't totally don't understand that that's just as rude, if not ruder, than smoking around people. Because smoke is like hot, right? So it like rises. Mm-hmm. So if you're walking next to somebody, you don't get like full blast of their exhales. Um, water vapor from an e-cigarette just kind of hangs there. Mm. So I get to see that I'm breathing in what you just breathed out, which is awesome. <laughs> I have seen some fake news stories about Pokemon Go, like saying that they caused an 80 car accident or something or things like that. People aren't being very careful reposting news stories because there's lots of fake news stories or news websites out there. And some of these stories that people are talking about are coming from those websites. And it sounds like you wouldn't be able to play it while you're driving anyway. Is that? Am I thinking of that correctly? You, yeah, you, I I would definitely not recommend that. It's uh, <laughs> way way too involved to uh, yeah be playing while you're driving. Also across the board, uh, this is our ingenuity show public service announcement. Just like don't don't use your phone when you're driving at all. It's probably not a great idea. Right. Everyone can totally tell what you're doing when they see you in the ba- rear view mirror or side mirror and your eyes are down in your lap when you're trying to merge on the freeway. <laughs> That's true. I, I I will say the past few days, there have been several times I've been driving out and about and I see a car kind of swerve a little bit uh, toward the middle of the road and I immediately think like, I bet they're playing Pokemon Go. I, I, I Just immediately, that's where the mind goes. Yeah. I was ready to chastise some young mom because I could, it looked like she was looking at her cell phone. When we got up next to her and I glanced over, she was trying to open a fruit snack for one of the kids in the back with one oh, hand. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, do you don't know the trick? You just squeeze it until it pops and then you can open it really easy. <laughs> so one of the things about this game um, that me and JT were talking about at work is it reminded us of an episode of The Next Generation. Um, I... Th- I'm pretty sure DVD would be familiar with this, but maybe not Brian if he didn't watch Next Generation. But there was an episode where one of the crew members bring back this game that kind of is a headset and it shoots lasers into their eyes and it, people start getting addicted to this game. And it gets to the point where they're trying to force everybody on board to also play this game. And Ensign Crusher and his girlfriend like make fake ones so it looks like they're playing the game but they're actually not because it's like mind controlling them (laughs) so we're comparing pokemon go to this mind control game (laughs) because everywhere i turn around somebody else is using it and usually people i don't wouldn't think would be playing a game like this or playing any games i guess it's like what you play pokemon go (laughs) 
<laughs> it's like getting more and more that more and more people are starting to play it. Well, I so like it, is there an is there a danger of that happening, Brian? <laughs> uh, 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 Pokemon Go turning out to be a, a mind control plot. I you know right. I wouldn't rule it out. I think it could could happen. But if it gets okay. my teenagers out of the house, so I have access to my PlayStation Four, PlayStation Three, and computer oh, at will, sweet. I'm fine with a little mind control. Maybe it'll teach them to clean up their bedrooms or it almost get it kind of makes better me homework. Think, it kind of makes me feel like I would be in the show The Walking Dead instead of zombies. You got people staring at their cell phones, wandering around in packs. Somebody showed that on YouTube. There's a video already of oh, is there someone like running for their lives down a street that's full of people looking at their phones? It's <laughs> pretty funny. So I'm not alone in this this fear. No, in fact, there's some pretty funny Facebook memes coming from the Pokemon Go um, phenomenon. I actually told my wife it's kind of cool. We're going to finally see a fad like uh, you haven't seen before, really. And this really shows what viral electronic things can do. I mean, it took off so quick. Well, what other games could they adapt to this kind of gameplay? Ooh, Skyrim. What's what's Skyrim? I haven't played that before. So it's a first person, or uh, what's it called? You have a character <laughs> that starts auto. out as a noob, and you do things, you do quests, and then you rank up your person. So you could have a game that it sends you on quests in your town. Right. And you could have like, let's say you have a phone or a foam sword that has sensors built into it. So as uh -huh. you go around and slay like your neighbor's dog, <laughs> you can get stat points that. for fighting a, a wolf. Mm. I, if you, I, would, I would play that. If you I would play that. Virtual reality. So it's like Google Glass you put on and you can get different weapons, um, armor. But it would replace people with um, people from the game. So just like put a thing over it, kind of like the Pokemon Go, but you're covering up another person. Um, then you might actually want to talk to people because you got to, of course, it would change their voice. So it's saying something that's game related. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, you know, what? I, I dig that. If I could tie that into your your um, theory that Pokemon Go is something just get teens out of the house so you can play your PlayStation. If I can somehow make this make the Skyrim game, you know, work for me. Maybe, you know, I'll send people I'll, I'll hack it to where somebody gets sent on a quest to go like pick up my dry cleaning or something. Oh, that'd, yeah, that'd be, be great. great. That would be awesome. Cuz it turn the dry <laughs> just, just... cleaner into some kind of orc or something that you have to like <laughs> Oh, throw this spell at it and $20 bills. <laughs> Oh, that'd be incredible. If I could just have all my errands taken care of by somebody playing a VR game. Like, we just had to go get pizza. Have you guys had to go get pizza? It's really annoying. I can't wait for the game uh, Paperboy to come out on the with the AR. <laughs> <laughs> you got uh, our newspapers at your neighbor's house? They, they should do that with... Paperboy in years. They should have, they should have Paperboy still, but it'd be electronic because everyone reads their news on their phone. So, oh, yeah, so the guy dark, in the morning uh, has to drive by your house and sync phones with you as he goes <laughs> and send the, the mail to you or the news. That, 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 that's good. You know what? That makes sense. For some reason, in my dumb mind, it was Paperboy, but he was like throwing iPads. It's like, that seems like a bad <laughs> idea, Paperboy. I don't know. With all the drones now, you could have actual uh, things you could kill. <laughs> kill drones. <laughs> 
I was, I was just talking to a friend of mine about uh, screwing with like the parks people or the people that um, police. I guess it's fish and wildlife. I was like, it'd be so funny just to go someplace with like a pole with no line on it and have an empty tackle box. And like <laughs> as you're casting, throw a rock out in the water and then like look all, all guilty. And then as the guy starts walking over, you start moving down the coastline like you're trying to avoid him. <laughs> and then you finally would have to run after you and open your taco box. Let me see you're working. And you open it. There's nothing in there. I'm just standing over the pole. I don't know if that's illegal. I don't think it was. <laughs> I don't need a special pole permit, do I? Maybe a pole tax? I don't know. As long as there's not a pole tax. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. So any other ideas for uh, Go Games? Madden? <laughs> Uh, uh, I don't know how that'd work. But. Minecraft? <laughs> Why are you taking apart my fence? It's okay, I'm going to build it into something else. Like a uh, like an augmented reality Tetris, but uh, really you're just like packing a suitcase or something. Oh, I used to Although, at- I, it'd be a bummer when like you get a full line and then like your clothes disappear. So I, used to, I used to work at UPS loading package cars or trucks. That'd be perfect for Tetris. Oh, that would be great. I would love that job. Uh, yeah, I work at UPS. I'm a professional Tetris guy. No that's, right, that's what I did. Professional Tetris. <laughs> oh, guys, do you remember how in Iron Man 1, uh, War Machine was played by Terrence Howard, but yes! then in the second one, it was Don Cheadle? You got one. Good oh, job. Yeah, yeah. I did it. Yay. Yes. Did you win. <laughs> they did kind of allude to it, didn't it? But it was like in a jokey manner. Uh, maybe I but they didn't actually flat out say it no I like that one good job oh thank you oh, and then in the, long enough in the most recent Captain America movie he gets paralyzed oh that was great what <laughs> I haven't seen it yet spoilers oh, oh no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well let's face it if you haven't seen it by now you're not a real fan that's true well here I well I feel like an old man because the actual story is I went to see it at 11 o'clock at night, and I was really digging it. I was enjoying it. Uh, it's like, oh, who's going to sign this bill? I don't know. There's some real tension going on. And then about 30 minutes in, I look at my phone. I'm like, oh, it's like midnight. I'm really tired. I'm going home. And I just haven't gone back yet. I I, I intend to finish it eventually. <laughs> oh, crap. I did spoil it then. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I I'd actually I knew that going in. So. Oh, okay. I was just joshing you. All right, good. I almost felt bad. No, no. <laughs> oh, no, I spoiled the not, no spoilers guy. <laughs> I, I, I feel like at a, at a certain point you, you can talk about it. There's like a statute of limitations. It's like, right. it's like I, I don't think I'm allowed to get mad at you if you're like, oh, remember in Citizen Kane when Rosebud was the sled? It's like, no, oh, no. I haven't seen that yet. You ruined the movie. <laughs> Do you remember when Terra gets burned down and uh, Gone with the Wind? <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, so any more uh, on this topic of Pokemon Go before we go on? Uh, I, I, I'm curious. Do you guys think that what, – what do you think the legs are on this thing? Is there going to be like an oversaturation point? Like in a week, is nobody going to care? Is it going to burn out? I think it will keep growing. I think it will go until school starts. Okay, all right. Oh, and then there's going to be a, a really – Harsh backlash by teachers. Yes, yes, there will, because they're going to try to play Pokemon Go in the classroom. Yes, they will. 
and the teacher will be standing up there teaching, and all of a sudden, all of the kids will raise their cell phones at the same time and start swiping their screens <laughs> frantically because there's some kind of Pokemon on the teacher's head or something. I think you're right. <laughs> It'll happen. Yep. It'll happen somewhere, maybe everywhere. Well, I heard that there's certain national monuments that are telling people not to play Pokemon Go there, like the Holocaust Museum. Oh. Yeah, I heard that too. But Pokemon yeah. <laughs> actually put, I guess if it's automated, the computer system just based on where most people are, that could be bad. I heard a funny one, though. Apparently, if you went to the uh, oh, the Westboro Baptist Church, uh-huh. there was a Pokemon there called Love is Love, <laughs> which is funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think that's the last group of people you can make fun of with no repercussions. <laughs> All right. And that's Tech Nerdigy. Thanks, Brian. Good job, Brian. Oh, thank you, guys. Let's do some random news. All right, so these five computer scientists have the greatest job ever. They are spent all day trying to get a Minecraft carrier to climb a hill. And they're a using Minecraft carrier? Character. Oh, character. I think I said carrier. I was shortening it like AR instead of augmented reality. Oh, okay. I don't need all those extra vowels and consonants. You're ruining the language. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Language is just a way to communicate. And if other people understand you, it's okay. But I don't understand you. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're old. It's okay. You'll die soon. Hey, my name is Mr. Pold, not Mr. Old. So stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so these guys' job is to play with Minecraft. Um, it's called Project Malmo. And basically, they've taken one of the most popular games of all time, Minecraft, and they're using it to experiment in real time or sped up time soon with artificial intelligence. Hmm. So they have a character that has artificial intelligence that are trying to teach it how to do things in Minecraft. Apparently it's um, now available. So it's kind of like my kids trying to teach me how to do things in Minecraft. Right. <laughs> um, so I think... I didn't get the opportunity to read all the articles on this. I wanted to because it was blocked by our security at work. Oh. It's gaming or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it looks like it's open source now, so you can get this and play with artificial intelligence yourself with Project Malmo. So I'd go check it out. Um, I'd, Minecraft, or Minecraft's owned by Microsoft, so um, it's not surprising that they're using it for other things other than gaming. This kind of relates to a TED Talk I watched where the message of the woman speaking was they were trying to figure out ways to use gamers' strengths in gaming to solve real-world problems. It's like you have a group of pretty intelligent people that are problem-solving oriented. Why not point them at the direction of some real-world problems see if they could, um, using like Hive um, learning and understanding to solve problems 
So I thought it was a great idea, especially you can make it into a game. So like you said, the problem of me needing my dry cleaning at my house when it's at the dry cleaning shop. I need a game to get somebody else to do it for me. And Mr. Pold has left the couch. Oh, Sorry, I might... Laptop told me that it was about to die of battery loss, so um, I had to plug it in. <laughs> it's just—it actually said of boredom, right? You just were saying battery loss. No, <laughs> to make me feel better. Says your battery is getting low, and I'm like, oh shoot. Okay. So check out Project Malmo. M A L M O. All right, I will. Next news story I've got was something that I found, and then. Within an hour of writing under our show notes, saw it pop up all over Facebook with a bunch of my friends with different articles. I saw this it. too. Um, for Christmas, since Nintendo can't hope to keep up with Sony and Microsoft with uh, their new releases, has decided to go old school and release something from the era when they owned PlayStation video games. They're coming out with a mini NES. So it looks like the original NES, but it's way smaller, doesn't have any openable. Like it doesn't have the door open for putting stuff in, but it's and loaded with thirty games. It's loaded with thirty games, and the game list is actually pretty good. I didn't actually recognize some of the games on the list, and there's one notable missing one that's my favorite Nintendo game of all time. Oh, River City Ransom. Right, but it's a kind of a lesser known um, title. Right, but, but it's got best. Mario Brothers. It's got. Super Mario Brothers 1, 2, and 3. So I've got the list here in front of me. It's got Castlevania 1 and 2. It's got... Oh, it's Mega Man. Mega Man 2 is on there. Um, it's got Excite Bike. It's got Tecmo Bowl. It's got a couple Legend of Zeldas. Yep, two Legend of Zeldas. Um, it's not only got the Super Mario Brothers ones, it's got Mario Brothers. Right, the original. Right. Oh. It's got uh, Final Fantasy, the original one. Dr. Mario. Oh, that's good. It's got Don- or Donkey Kong, uh, Ghosts and Goblins, Pac-Man, Pac-Man, um, Punch-Out, yes. and Bubble Do they Bobble. they Duck Hunt? No Duck Hunt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Star Tropics. I didn't realize that was that old a game. And Ninja Gaiden. And doesn't it go, isn't it going to sell for like 60 bucks? $60. Two dollars a game, and it comes with one original controller, the square kind. Yep. And you can buy another one for ten bucks. So for seventy bucks, you could be in an old Nintendo with the games you really want. And if you want to play River City Ransom, get on your Wii and download it from there. That's what I do. <laughs> I wonder if the the because it looks like it has ports that would work with a, a Wii on the front of it. Yeah, I think the can the Wii like controllers, the controllers that you could get for the Wii. I think you can Plug use in. those on this. Can you use the old school con- remote from this on the Wii? I I read actually I read oh. in an article that you can. You can use the mini NES controller on your Wii to play your virtual console games. And I'm I'm hoping it's a mini NES is the title and then it's a controller. So it's the same size as the original Nintendo controller? Oh yeah, I hope it's okay. not smaller than that original oh, controller. Yeah, it was already size. pretty small. That'd be yeah. horrible. <laughs> But I think this is something that I might be uh, asking for for Christmas. I, I might as well. I had never played through the, the Zelda ones. We never had those. Um, I did see it being played a couple of times. I'd go to this one friend's house that was not very good at sharing. Um, 
Hey, watch me play Zelda. Yay. Was that the same friend that got upset because I beat uh, one of the Super Mario games before he did? Um, and it was his game. This was not our main friend, <laughs> our rich friend. It wasn't him. No, I'm thinking of somebody later on. It was the guy that I got in trouble with because we decided when he was spending the night we would walk up to the store like three miles away at night. Yeah, telling okay, anyone. this is the same guy I'm thinking of. Yeah, he wasn't very good at sharing. No. <laughs> um, which is annoying. So yeah, check that out. Mini NES. I think it's going to be a success. I will probably buy one, if not two. I will probably just buy one. Why would you do with two? <laughs> I did not tell you. Did I not tell you about my inability to get onto my own electronics equipment because I have? Yeah, but teenagers. now they're going to be out playing Pokemon Go all the time until school starts. <laughs> no, they'll probably be playing it more because they won't be able to play it during the day. Oh, they have to wait till after school. Plus, TVD usually needs the computer right when I want to be playing. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm itching to build my um, C-3PO in Minecraft. I've got plans for. <laughs> and I've started that. dyeing sheep yellow so I can get yellow wool <laughs> to make <laughs> Anyway, I'm going way overboard probably, but that's fine. That's what I do. So, Brian, you you play Minecraft? I, 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 was, I was deep into Minecraft about five years ago. And now you're an I, MA, Minecraft Anonymous. That's true. I'm I'm in recovery. I'm a recovered Minecraft fan. I, I I play. I oh man, it was pretty bad for a while. I was playing way too much Minecraft, but I haven't loaded up my world in a while. I kind of I hope that I can go back to it and that it's just like completely dilapidated and like oh no, <laughs> what happened to my Minecraft world? All your sheep are dead. And... But uh, no, it, it now it's one of those things that I just respect from afar. Yeah, because you know if you start, then you're going to get sucked back down into it, right? Oh, oh yeah, the hooks the hooks will be back in me right away. Well, I like to play it so much that I have it on my old computer, which is not networked, so it's like a Battlestar Galactica computer. It's separate, um, which has my Darth Vader head I'm building that's enormous. It's going to take me years to finish. <laughs> um, and then I have the Castle Grayskulls in there, almost complete. The outside's done. I just got to finish the inside. Um, and then I've got my one on my new computer, which is the Windows 10 beta version, which is handles things differently. The really annoying part is it doesn't have the shortcut to get into the XYZ coordinates you're at, which is annoying. And then I've got one on my PlayStation 4 and my PlayStation 3, both have versions. <laughs> and of course, you can't port your game from one to another, so you have different worlds in each one. All right. Well, shall we go the to news. the next segment? Yes, that's... Consumption! Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forget. <laughs> um, so, my daughter told me that she was told by a friend to watch a show that's on Netflix called the Shannara Chronicles. Yeah, LFG told me about it and I tried. I watched the first episode. It's a fantasy show, but it takes place on the same earth we live in, but far in the future, apparently. Except for, I can tell you he's a structural engineer. Yeah. That stuff would not survive that long. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's 
they're a bunch of elves, but they act just like humans. So this is magic. just from watching the first episode. There's magic, what? right? Huh? There's magic, right, in this world? Yeah, I believe so. So that's how I was trying to wrap my brain around. Well, they obviously enchanted these items to keep them static. Like yeah, because they they'll be walking through the forest, and then there's like a really super old helicopter sitting there, and they have no idea what it is, but it's like from the past or something. Yeah, know? that's made out of metal. And uh, yeah, from based on the space needle that's falling over, that's I littoral, I that so part. it's close to salt water, which makes <laughs> it a very corrosive environment. So that metal would be gone really quickly. You know, I started developing a novel I was thinking of writing that would take place in the future on our Earth, and some of the landmarks would be kind of recognizable but no one would remember what it was from That's a but instead idea. of having like elves and trolls and you Orcs. know said tolkien-esque fantasy characters i would have like Jedi bigfoot and, and werewolves and stuff or something you know like modern day mythology stuff but it never got off the ground so i didn't go anywhere with that i like writing about bigfoot Oh, I know I'm you do. Big fan. But I need to release that book after I edit it. <laughs> so I watched that an episode of that. Um, I watched a movie, an old one, but a good one. Airplane. Oh, you watched Airplane? Surely you can't be serious. <laughs> I am, and don't call me Shirley. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> that show is still hilarious. It's, I laugh the whole way through. Does that have the one where they say, they're in jeopardy up there, and they just, or they have the lady uh, that might be number two. Or they have uh, Mrs. Cleaver nose nose jive. I think that's. Oh yeah, she was oh, in yeah. that. It's <laughs> great. Yeah, and they had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as one of the uh, co-pilots, and he he like goes unconscious, and they're pulling him out, and he's got his basketball shorts on. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the the kid comes up to him and starts. Talking to him about basketball, and he's like, "No, I, I don't do basketball." <laughs> this movie is so far to my wheelhouse; it's during my vessel. <laughs> and you know, they the two pilots and navigator all have names like uh, Roger and yeah, Victor over. and Clarence. What's the Clarence? Clarence? That's the ve- what's the vector? Victor? Victor. <laughs> Roger, Roger. Yeah, <laughs> and. So the one guy, you know, is saying Roger on, in the radio, and every time he says it, the other guy's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's such a great show. It's on, I think I watched on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I think it's on there. I was looking for it. <laughs> yeah, so great show still. Um, one of the trivia about it, in, when the movie first starts, they've got these two uh, loudspeaker voices talking about no stopping in the white zone and um, no something in the red zone. Yeah. And they start arguing back and forth <laughs> about what where you can stop and where you can drop off people and stuff. Well, the people that play those voices are the ones that actually do the announcements at LAX. Oh. <laughs> and they're actually married in real life. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so that was cool. Um, I watched a documentary about Henry VIII. I'm Henry VIII, I am. Henry VIII, yeah, I am, I am. 
that one? <laughs> well, and the funny thing, so one of his advisors' name was Thomas Cromwell. And I had just been perusing my family history and remembered that I'd seen Cromwell in there some time back in the 1500s. So I looked it up and I found out that Thomas Cromwell was like my great, 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 great uncle. And this this guy was was kind of ruthless a little bit. Well, King Henry VIII was a tyrant. And one of his main advisors was this Thomas Cromwell. And... Henry VIII had this problem where he wanted to divorce his wife because she wouldn't give him a male heir, but the Pope would not let him. So Thomas Cromwell was like, well, why don't you just, you've, you've got as much power as the Pope, why don't you become the Pope of England and make your own church, and then you can grant your own divorce. And so Henry VIII thought that was a great idea, so he formed the Church of England. <laughs> You're welcome, England, from our family to yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he also, um, yeah, so he helped Henry VIII divorce his wife and marry Anne Boleyn. Well, Anne Boleyn kind of had her own political part or power, and there got to be a schism between her and Thomas Cromwell. So he set it up to make it look like she had cheated on the king, and she got beheaded by the king. So that explains he, my uh, ability to come up with devious plans, but it's okay. Yeah. I use my powers for good. <laughs> well, so I think King Henry the Eighth had like six wives in total. Yeah, he was a lot. So I'm trying to remember what happened with the third one. I think the oh, I know what happened. The third one gave him a male heir, but she died died in childbirth. Well, the fifth one. Wait, one, two, three, fourth one. Okay, well, anyway, the next wife, <laughs> um, Thomas Cromwell set was setting King Henry VIII up with this other woman from this other kingdom, and they got married when they met. Like, the first time he met her was when they got married. Like, he had only had a picture, of, like a, a, a painting of her to show him, and when he met her, he did not like her at all. (laughs) And so they got an annulment and Thomas Cromwell was executed. (laughs) So anyway, I thought that was interesting. Um, Another show I've been watching is on Netflix. It's called the story of maths. (laughs) I saw it. What happened? Clicked on it yet. (laughs) And it's actually really interesting. It's hosted by an Oxford University professor named Marcus Dusotoy. And he's a mathematician. And he basically goes through the history of math and uh, talks about some pretty cool math stuff. A little bit of it goes further than I'm, my interest is in math, but <laughs> it's interesting most of the anyway. Anyway, that's my consumption. I see uh, Brian furiously typing into the show notes. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, no, sorry. Uh, oh, uh, I am I am I up next? You're up I, next. Go yeah, for go, it. Okay. Go All right. Sorry. Sorry. <clears throat> All right. My consumption. I, if anyone has ever heard me on a podcast before, I please forgive me because I know there is over a decade of audio recordings of, of me talking about how much I love the show Cheers, but I'm going to do it again. Here Cheers we go, Brian. guys. In my humble opinion, Cheers is the greatest sitcom of all time, and it holds up incredibly well. I, For me, it is like television comfort food. I, you know, If I ever have a bad day at work, I come home, kind of bummed out. I watch one or two episodes of Cheers. Because they know your name. Everything. So, yeah, makes sense. It's uh, it's it's good, and then I you know every episode of Cheers, every one of the I want to say off the top of my head, two hundred and seventy one episodes of Cheers are, are on Netflix. Specific. That's a pretty good guess. <laughs> uh, and then also Netflix also has every episode of the spinoff series Frasier, um, which is. Maybe better than Cheers. I don't know. I go back and forth. I can't make up my mind on which one's the better show. But uh, I think I've definitely watched more Frasier than Cheers. I've watched both okay. probably equally. Oh, equal part Frasier and Cheers. I know yeah. for a fact I've seen every episode of Frasier, and I, I don't, I, I don't know. Cheers is unaccounted for because Cheers I watched me, it in syndication. Yeah, it makes me really want to like Ted Danson. That takes. But, Got me to watch the show where he was played a doctor and he had a blind friend. Oh, Becker, yeah. Yes. He's uh, he was good in Becker, and then also, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sam Malone uh, leaves Boston and then becomes a doctor. It's really it's pretty yeah, impressive it's career weird. turnaround for him. <laughs> and then he like teamed up with uh, the guy from Police Academy, so like a police officer, to raise a baby. That's true. That's true. With another and guy. Then, and, and and then he was also a uh, small town sheriff in 1979 in Minnesota. Oh That's, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's a reference to the he's, second season of the show Fargo that he's he was very really busy. great in. Well, and Kirstie Alley had her own you know career takeoff after well, that. She, she had a movie a with a baby too, didn't she? <laughs> was she in that one too? No, she was in a different one with a baby. Remember the one oh. that had uh, uh, look, who's look, who, look who's talking. Look who's yeah. talking. Yeah. <laughs> As, or, or as I uh, remember it, uh, as the Bruce Willis is a baby movie, yes. right? Was it Bruce Willis? Okay. I think it was the first one, and they had a sequel where it was... Uh... Look, he's talking to with Roseanne. Yeah. And then you get to the third one, and they're really kind of uh, panicking. They're like, I, I don't know, uh, this time the dogs are talking? It's like, yeah, yes. brilliant. Okay, yeah, the dogs. <laughs> and thankfully, they never got to a fourth one. I don't know where you go from there. It's like, uh, houseplants can talk? It's like, mm, oh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> That might be good. <laughs> I'd love to see that. Well, if you if you do if you actually want to see it, I have, a kick, I have a Kickstarter to tell you about after the show's over. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, for I'll, all I need is five point two million dollars. That's all I need. And this lamp. That's all. I need. <laughs> and oh, I'll, yeah. Also, I need yeah, and, and the yeah. And uh, also, I need you to somebody to actually send me the plant. The five point two million that doesn't cover the plant. I need somebody to send the plant. <laughs> oh boy! Oh no! But uh, Cheers and Frasier are great, and also uh, the Joy Painting with Bob Ross. Oh, um, I love that! I've yeah, watched that, those recently. Yeah, that recently got added to Netflix, and uh, the, yeah, it's great. The paintings you can do in half an hour—it's insane. It's, it, it's remarkable, right? Like how 
how, how does it work? I one I of these waves? days I want to actually get the equipment. The, the, the equipment. You can tell I'm a painter, right? Because I call it the paint <laughs> equipment. <laughs> and I, I want to follow along and then just see what mine looks like at the end. It's like what? It's not even close. That's well, awesome. he uses like really weird brushes that most painters don't use, and he uses <laughs> his metal thing more than a lot of people. He's really good at it, though. It's impressive. Oh, incredible! And then, it, yeah, it's just so soothing. And then sometimes, uh, at, at least, at least the one the one I watched <laughs> recently, like halfway through, he took a break to feed some baby squirrels. Yeah, he was it talking was... about squirrels that he, his wife had even rescued or something. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. Yeah, this it's next part, why, why don't come these this clouds in? Let's go ahead and watch some squirrels. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that that is my consumption. I do apologize. I'm not breaking any new ground. I'm not. I, I'm sure everybody listening is very aware of Cheers and Bob Ross, but uh, the, these are a few of my favorite things. All right. So Thanks, I took a, I took my family to see the Mystery Science Theater 3000 reunion event. Was, oh, I'm so jealous. It was awesome. I actually, the next day, and actually that night, I had a really sore throat from laughing almost <laughs> completely nonstop for two and a half hours. You know, I've had to explain to people what Mystery Science Theater 3000 is because they don't know. So I didn't realize the, what happened with the Mystery Science Theater guys. They started uh-huh. this thing called Rift Tracks. Right. Where um, right now you can go to rifttracks.com, I think. Anyways, you can go there and they have some modern movies that they've added um, comedy to. Um, it's it's this type of thing that got my wife to not allow me to watch chick flicks with her anymore because I mystery science theater the chick flicks. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, so, they're making fun of a film as they're watching it. Right. And, they're adding and these it, riff know, tracks, yeah. you can buy them as tracks that you play now their while app, you're watching the movie yeah their app is really cool because you start the movie and you start the app the app listens to the movie and syncs up automatically oh and puts them in there you can also download them for like four bucks per movie like they have star wars episode seven mm-hmm. um they have oh, what was the other one that well i recently watched one a few months ago with uh sharknado yeah they've done sharknado it's on 2 amazon also. prime now, the reading the event, they did a bunch of shorts, so like little old oh. videos. One of them was teaching, um, it's like a learning video. It was like 20 minutes, though, um, to show to elementary school kids to teach them the C and B scene method of not getting hit by cars. <laughs> and they had, <laughs> they had cars that were, the kid went to sleep after getting chastised by his dad because he almost ran out in the street. Um, he's like... I thought you knew your C and B scene rules, but apparently you don't. So we can't go fishing right now because you need to go to your room or whatever. But they had <laughs> the kid falls falls asleep and goes into this creepy green dream world with these three cars with animated eyes and mouths and stuff. <laughs> and they're talking to in the really slowest voices you can imagine about yeah. C Timmy. C and B scene is the very important. It was like <laughs> it was hilarious on its own. Yeah, and then probably the most disturbing one. They they, and basically you're watching a live event, so they're recording it at whatever. I think they were in Minnesota, mm-hmm. and then they're broadcasting it to all these different theaters. Okay. So you're sitting there, you can see the guys sitting on stage. They've got like little podiums, probably with little video screens, so they can watch the movie while they're doing their riffs or whatever. Right. But they warned in advance that if you're creeped out by 
disturbing but poor special effects that you might have an issue with the next movie is, is like shaking hands with danger. <laughs> and it was a safety video put out by Caterpillar trying to get people to be safer on the job. Uh-huh. And there's one where there's like they're trying to change out the pin that holds the bucket onto a front end loader. <laughs> and the guy's looking around for something and there's somebody in the cab of the front end loader but they're not doing anything obviously because it would be dangerous. But in order to get the new pin in there, they need to grease it. Well, he's looking around for something, and then he just says, oh, well. And he, like, dips his fingers in the grease and <laughs> sticks his hand where this pin goes, which is like an interference. So it was like a you know, round thing with a hole in it coming off of the bucket, and then two round things with holes through both of them hooked to uh-huh. the, the arms. So this pin goes through there, and he sticks his hand in there. And meanwhile, it shows the guy in the cab. There's a bee goes in there and he starts trying to swat it away and hits the bucket lever with his leg and the guy's hand is in there and they show it like getting smushed. Oh, and it man. caused my wife to have a visceral reaction where she turned sideways in her seat and covered her eyes. <laughs> it was funny. Um, I laughed a lot and it was awesome. I recommend it. They're having a um, another show in the theaters in August, I think it's uh, they're doing 1961 Mothra, they, which would be awesome. They'll probably have it where I'm at too, right? Probably. Yeah, probably. So I should try to find that. Yes, yes, you should. It's uh, a lot of theaters do that thing where it's like a they a lot of times they show like operas and things. Oh uh, really? It's, it's uh, the I think it's called Fathom Events. Yeah, at Fathom Events. What it's called. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Now, we got there a little bit early because, well, we first got there early so my kids could do some Pokemon Go in the parking lot. <laughs> there was hordes of people in this mini mall walking around Pokemoning. But we went in and the Rift Tracks people were doing the um, pre-movie like slideshow. And it was funny. And they had some Weird Al songs going on and some other like funny songs happening. And the slides were hilarious. Um, it was like they were mocking the normal pre-movie <laughs> slides you see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that was good. And we went to a theater where it's assigned seats. So you go oh, yeah. online and you, we bought our seats previously or online before the movie. Um, and you get your seats already. You can, there's a little map of the theater. You can pick what seats you want. Um, and they're like recliners with mm-hmm. powered legs. You can lay back and put your feet up. And I think there's certain shows where you can have um, adult beverages while you're watching movies now so there's some i, I want to go to those ones not because i drink because i don't but because there'd be no children in there <laughs> which would be awesome um but yeah i recommend going to see these mst3k or rift tracks because they are hilarious yes they are um, when so back in the 90s uh my best friend and i would watch mst3k every weekend used to record them, right? We would record them, and then we'd force our friends to watch it over the next week. Yeah, occasionally I'd come (laughs) back to the house while you guys are doing that and watch them with you. Well, we'd watch each episode like three or four times, and they're like two hour long, yeah. We were super into it. I think I was married at the time and had to come back to my dad's house to watch it with you. Well, and I remember going to your wedding, and me and... (laughs) Our, our other best friend sitting there 
while you were opening your wedding gifts, and we didn't realize we were right next to the camera. <laughs> but we were doing the whole MST3K on your I need to wedding find that gift. video. And I wonder if you do you still have that video? I'm pretty sure I know right where it is. It's probably in the hope but, chest with. Um, but you've never watched it. TVD's wedding dress. You probably don't want TVD to ever watch it. I I might watch it myself. Okay. Because I think it'll be funny. It's probably far enough removed for a now. Movie she night. would probably be okay. You can hear mine and John's commentary over your. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of boring, but I don't know, opening gifts. Well, it won't be boring because you'll have our commentary. Oh, that's true. <laughs> we'll see how good of a comedian you guys are if I start laughing. And then my last uh, consumption, because I've really been busy with my Being Human show um, and Minecraft. So, because I'm trying to build this huge, like, wall of China thing around my whole area, <laughs> and it's taking forever. Um, but I watched some golf videos on YouTube called Me and My Golf. There are these two British gentlemen that are golf professionals over in England. You're talking about the VW Golf? What? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about hitting a small white ball with a stick. Oh, okay. Repeatedly, and then cursing. But uh, <laughs> they do these challenge videos, which are hilarious. Um, some of them they've done that I've watched before were playing a hole with your bag on your back. So your golf bag oh. on. Uh, the one they I watched recently, they did a par five hole with youth clubs, where like the driver is shorter than their arm. Oh man! <laughs> which was hilarious watching these guys trying to hit the ball. Um, they did a Happy Gilmore one where every shot they did they had to do while running, which made putting near impossible because <laughs> they're doing it on the putts too. It was crazy. Um, I saw them do a challenge where it was this par three over water, but they had to do the whole the entire hole with their putter. And they were both shocked when they teed up the ball and hit it with the putter. They both overhit the green by quite oh, a ways. Wow. But by the end, their putter was broken or bent. Because <laughs> it's basically a big chunk of metal on the end of a stick that, yeah, you hit that hard enough, that ball's going to go. Right. Um, but I recommend them. They're me and my golf. They also have instructional videos that are really helpful. Um, give you different um, training techniques you can use to improve your golf game, which I'm trying to do, and I'm still horrible at. But oh well, it's fun. <laughs> and that's my consumption. All right, thanks, DVD. Let's do some nerd cred. So, um, oh no, I'm having college flashbacks looking at yours. Yeah. <laughs> well, this was funny because so my coworker JT and I will often just start talking Star Trek techno babble, and we'll get the strangest looks from people <laughs> because we start talking about Bassard collectors and warp core and you know. All this other stuff. It doesn't make any sense. Well, <laughs> the other day he was legitimately talking to me about um, Excel and some 
formula that he was thinking we should use in our Excel program. And I and he's like, yeah, so we should do this and this. And I'm like, yeah, and then we'll take the Laplace transform. <laughs> and all of the engineers in the room, like, that perked their ears up and they, like, turned. Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows Laplace transforms. And most of them remembered the term but didn't remember how to use it. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably fall in that category, actually. Yeah, so it was pretty funny. But that's one of my go-to math-sounding terms that I like to throw in there to <laughs> take reminds, it to another level. It <laughs> reminds me of a, a math term I brought up that made people laugh. I'm not sure why we got talking about the appropriate etiquette of whether you should eat on the toilet or not. <laughs> I said was, that would definitely be a differential equation. It's usually used to figure out, like, if you have water pouring into a bucket and some water leaving at a different rate, you can right. figure out the level of the bucket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. What, do you have anything, uh, Brian? Well, uh, research on Pokemon Go counts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Uh, no, I will, I will say that uh, my nerd cred uh, for this program is, as of today... I'm officially Facebook friends with not one, not two, not four, but three engineers. All Congratulations. Three. I, 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 I caught them all. I had two. I finally <laughs> finished out the collection. All right. And it was, uh, you know, it was, no, it was no small feat because I have some really weird self-imposed regulations on how I use Facebook. <laughs> I, I, will, I will never, I never send anybody a friend request. Never oh. have. Never will. I wow. only accept them. Also, I will never have more than a hundred friends at a time. So, when uh, that that final friend request came in, I was like, "Oh, finally! Okay, the collection's complete." Oh no, somebody has to get the boot now. I have to make room <laughs> on my friends list. I like that one. I need to implement that rule because I have some people I post things and afterwards I'm like, "Oh, I don't know if my great aunt so and so really wanted to see that." <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's kind of it's kind of odd, but uh, my, my thinking, my rationale behind it is, uh, if I'm your friend on Facebook, I'm really committed. I don't have like a thousand friends. Where I'm, I, like you're 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 only one of a hundred friends. Also, I I only follow a hundred people on Twitter, so I don't know how that crossed over into that as well. So, um, uh, well, yeah. Then, anyway, you'll notice that I've started posting things on Facebook more than I have in the past. Oh, you have. I'm, I that is true. And I, I thought I posted something today, but then I was on my phone after work and I didn't see it. Hmm. I'd actually posted my C3PO flat pattern Minecraft. Oh, that's pattern. where I saw that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was I on there? That. Okay. Yes, I saw that as well when I accepted your the, request. The so. difference between the cell phone interface and the internet one on the computer is baffling to me why it's so different. But And hmm. the way Facebook works itself is a little bit like. I feel like a monkey trying to figure out a calculator sometimes. <laughs> All right. Well, what about you, DVD? What's your nerd cred? My biggest one is I got TVD, my least nerdy wife, she, per the white nerdy quiz. She has the lowest score of all time. Um, I got her to go to the MST3K event with me. All right. I looked over several times. I was like, is she laughing? Hard to tell. <laughs> I'm laughing, so I can't really see because I'm crying too because I'm laughing so hard. Um, but I thought that was a big a, a achievement. Did, did she have the same reaction she has when the us three engineers are together at a family gathering? A lot of eye rolling, probably. Yeah. 
I did hear her laugh once. I can't remember what oh. it was for. Um, there was a 1950s or 60s video they did a short talking about. Um, it basically showed two housewives. One had a really nice kitchen with all these features, and the other one had a really crappy kitchen. Uh-huh. And they connived together to get, or so basically the wife with the crappy kitchen left for three days, leaving her husband and her son to fend for themselves in her kitchen. And mm-hmm. it, it, it got the guys the doing the, uh, <laughs> the commenting to say, man, apparently husbands have been dumb forever because <laughs> it really didn't portray men very well. Let's just yeah. Say that. Um, so but, that's not a recent phenomenon. That's no, been going it might have been during you. that one that she chortled. <laughs> um, and then my other one is I bought a video game and renewed my GameStop membership. And I, when they did it, it's funny because it's underneath my wife's phone number, but the email attached to it is my oldest son's email, <laughs> which explains why he always knows what's happening at GameStop, hmm. and I never do until he tells me. How that happens? Hey, I need you to drive me to GameStop because there's <laughs> a new Pokemon event or something, <laughs> or we need to go stand in line so we can buy this new game that I could just go pick up the next day for no line. I don't know. All right, cool. All right, well, the final segment is feedback. And usually St. Jimmy runs this, so we'll see how we do without him. (laughs) Um, I guess we didn't see any comments on our website or emails. Uh, Hold on, let me look at my Twitter. Oh, I looked at Twitter. We got a a retweet from somebody Brian knows, too. I know that guy. (laughs) He also shared our Facebook post along with Rob Hancock. So thanks, guys. That helps get our Facebook views up quite a bit. Oh, and Brian, if you look at our show, that uh, our current show, like last week's show, yes, you'll notice yes. I have the, the game of Doze on there. I saw that. Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> My favorite thing I've ever read on Facebook. <laughs> I'm still embarrassed that I didn't know I wasn't friends with you already. Oh, it's just, fine. You I, know, I I, 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 I saw a I list had of people limit. that you could recommended friends, and I saw you on there. I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it it would help if my name on Facebook were actually Brian. That would make it easier to find. But there's no, <laughs> where's the fun in that? That's no fun. Yeah, exactly. And our non-US page view leader of the week was the United Kingdom. You're waiting for it, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> kind of am. <laughs> Right, throw another shrimp on the Barbie. <laughs> Such a horrible accent. I could do that because I have English ancestors, so there. That's right. In fact, one of our ancestors' brothers invented the Church of England. So, <laughs> yes. Um, what do we do now? <laughs> I don't know. Awkward ending. Oh, if we you want to contact us, that's written out for us. send an email to theengineeringshow at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, just like a Pokemon. Listen to the show on iTunes and the Stitcher radio app or at com. Did I do that excited enough? Has an exclamation point. I can tell you're reading. <laughs> you can support the show by clicking on Amazon banner on our website. We don't have those yet. But it's we on our old soon. website. <laughs> I actually went back to our old website to click through them when I bought... Um, the movie I'm watching this week. Um, anything you buy in the session benefits the show. 
which we appreciate. Um, you can also go get your two free audio books and free 30-day trial from Audible by clicking through our old website's link. <laughs> and we are working on getting those links onto it, the new website. It's, it's going to happen eventually. Um, <laughs> also, if you go onto our page, there you can either go to our shop and buy some Ingenuity Show t-shirts, some of them with my original artwork, or some of them with catchy phrases like the these aren't the I am the droid you're looking for t-shirt. Like the shirt I bought? That's right. Or you can get the Velasa wrapper. Or you can oh, get, I kind of want that one too. I want that one as well. There's the Pack Ninja <laughs> or Ninja Derm or Elephant Ninja. I don't know. <laughs> and there's going to be more all the time as I um, recover slowly from the hard drive crash of 16. <laughs> um, we can also go to our support tab or button on our homepage and donate to the show and we can maybe someday have a youtube show we do occasionally or get better mics or a dedicated computer or something um but anything you do to support our show we appreciate because it helps keep our wives off our backs <laughs> um stay happy oh wait <laughs> <laughs> no, this is where we say live long and nerdy. And then Brian, you say a catchy ending phrase. Uh, that's the way. No, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> oh man, I don't see this in the outline you guys sent me. Um, all right, it's a surprise. Yeah, you did. I will, I will say keep keep happy keep happy all right there you remember go. to keep the happies and you have been and always shall be my friends you know so you can't just say bizarre you never get a moment for free Show me something fun on your guitar something with an a or a g just be sure that i can tell you just be sure that i can Most guitars are made of trees With some L for the strings And some frets and tuny things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees You know me so you've seen it all before can have me stuck in a tree to hold a thought you can't ignore something multiplied by a three just be sure that i can tell it just be sure that i can tell it again most guitars are made of trees with some l for the strings and some frets and tuny things most guitars are made of trees most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees Some metal for the strings and some
birds and tuny things. Most guitars are made of trees. Most guitars are made of trees. People play them while they sing. Some are dull and some just ring. Most guitars are made of trees. The song Most Guitars Are Made of Trees is by Greg Gibbs. All right, cut. <laughs> Should I stop the recording now? Or do you want some after no, show? we keep it running a little bit so you can use some of this for the after show. Okay, I'm going to write down what time it is so I know where to find the end. Oh, good idea. Mm, that's I smart. That's thinking ahead. That's it's a real podcast notes. producer there. It's in my notes to do that. I took page a page of notes from St. Jimmy last week. Oh, yeah, because he showed you what to do? Yep. Unfortunately, I have really horrible handwriting, and it's really dark in this room. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So hopefully this show can get up <laughs> posted. Well, if we have to wait till St. Jimmy gets back, we can do that. But I'm going to attempt to come Is back. Is he getting back soon? I don't know. <laughs> Great. Is he going to be back by Sunday so he can get the show up there? If he's not back by Sunday, I will be coming to his house and spending a few hours uploading it. Oh, okay. Deciphering my notes. I'm sure I can figure it out. It's not rocket surgery. <laughs> <laughs> or brain science. I guess it is kind of brain science. You know, I realized earlier today that I kind of overestimate my memory. Uh-huh. But every time I realize that, I've realized that I'd forgotten that I have a Realized that previously? Yes. <laughs> it's an epiphany each time because you forgot that you exactly. already had that. That is exactly right. <laughs> I also made up a, a stupid dad joke the other day that I made up. So when my I have a, a good friend that sits in the cubicle with me. And so I, I told him when he got back. He, let, he always says no to me when I tell him pun jokes, but. <laughs> said Bob accidentally killed all the cows in the world and from then on he had horrible luck nothing but mistakes <laughs> <laughs> so we have this guy in my trailer at work he's 65 years old and his dad jokes are now grandpa jokes and they're really bad <laughs> and <laughs> me and one of the other over 40 guys in the trailer have started to realize that some of our jokes are kind of trying to starting to get in that direction and we're a little bit you know appalled <laughs> like camping's not intense or hiking's not intense but camping is well and this guy it's funny too because he's really into turkey hunting and if you bring up <laughs> you say anything about turkey or anything that he can relate to turkeys he will just start talking about turkeys um, <laughs> yesterday, I was kind of on a roll yesterday with my interactions with my coworkers. You shouldn't but... eat, a, eat or sit on your lunch before you eat. <laughs> so we were talking and this guy says, you know, he's, cause I don't look 40. Okay. Apparently, but he says, he says, ask me, well, how old are you? I said, I'm 40. He's like. Oh, I've got kids older than you. And I immediately without thinking said, well, I've got parents younger than you. (laughs) And he turned around in his seat and he was out of the conversation. (laughs) That's awesome. I'm going to have to keep that one chambered.
<laughs> hey, how's it going? I've got parents still younger than you. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say something else. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> I, actually, I'm going to have Batliff chambered for this week. How are what? you, Batliff? <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, well, Brian, thank you for being on the podcast, man. No, th- thank you guys for having me. It was truly, truly an honor. I hope, uh, you know, I know that, uh, you know, it's impossible to fill in uh, St. Jimmy's giant clown shoes, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I hope I hope I I hope I didn't completely disappoint. You know, the fact that uh, Paul and I are in different states right now is helpful because if without St. Jimmy here, if we're in the same room, it would get silly really quick because <laughs> he's kind of our straight guy to our comedy slapstick. <laughs> oh, uh, before I go, during the show, I had the best terrible idea I wanted to pitch to you guys <laughs> while, while, while we're still on the call. Uh, when you're talking about uh, MST3K um, and Rift Tracks, I was thinking like, hmm, they, they always do like really kind of hated or maligned movies for the most part, like your Twilights for Rift Tracks or, right. uh, uh-huh. you know, there's really old uh, sci-fi movies for Mr. Science Theater. I, I thought like, why don't they ever do like a really funny movie? Like they take the funniest movie of all time, like we're going to do Airplane, but then the Rift Track is just like really serious. It's like, they're, <laughs> it's this audio track over Airplane, but it's a, but it's a super serious audio drama. Well, see or what he did or, here was really offensive to this type of person. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's it's about it's about how like no, but seriously, let's talk about the importance of air safety. It's uh, really no laughing matter. <laughs> seriously, cigarettes are dangerous for your health, and you should not smoke this much. <laughs> exactly. That would be funny. <laughs> now, when when Robert Stack says he picked the wrong week to start uh, stop sniffing glue, it's a pretty funny <laughs> joke. But in reality, the the effects of sniffing glue are terrible. You should not. Do that. This many people die each year from sniffing glue. This is not a funny <laughs> exactly. Just hard statistics. Just yeah. That'd be hilarious. Just t- just, Take all the fun out of it. I like that. Okay. After my uh, Look Who's Talking For Kickstarter fails, then I'll move over to this. <laughs> or you could take a, a funny movie like Ghostbusters, and we could ruin it by changing the cast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's topical. I like it. And give special effects and make it look like Scooby-Doo. Not the cartoon, which is awesome, but the old movie. It would be weird if the special effects in the new Ghostbusters looked like the Scooby-Doo cartoon, though. I would that would be that. awesome. I would watch that. I don't. I, I can't get. I can't get over it. I'm not going to watch it. I'll have a protest viewing of the original Ghostbusters. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, very good, gentlemen. I must retire to bed, but thank you again for having me on the show. All right, we'll think of you again sometime. When Definitely. I have another podcast at some point in the future. Obviously, you guys are going to be number one and number two on my guest list. I'll let you, yes. you know, figure out who's who. Fight amongst yourselves. But I, uh, I just don't want to be number two. Can I be number three? Okay, you can. Be, you can. <laughs> you can be number three. <laughs> no one wants to be number two. That's true. That's funny that on Skype it says you're Cody. Yeah, isn't that funny? Because <laughs> you're from his going. Because from I'm, his house. I broke into his house and I'm sitting in his kitchen. <laughs> well, it's funny when I switch. saw. I'm getting a phone call from Cody. I'm like, what? I thought he was camping. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I saw pictures I'm like, of his Oh, fish. yeah, you're at his house. I am. I wonder what his neighbors think. <laughs> I'm surprised. That would be funny if the cops showed up while you're in the middle of the podcast. That would be funny. <laughs> Not really. Not really. No, no. Nosy neighbor he's got there. 
Well, they see my car here sometimes, so maybe they figure I'm feeding their fish. He doesn't have a fish, but they don't know that. Well, their neighbor is so nosy that he just strikes up conversations with me, and I'm just like, uh-huh. Which neighbor? The one that... <laughs> the one that's to the left of his house, if so you're walking... looking at his house, and it's to the left? Yeah. Sometimes oh. when I pull up into the driveway, he's outside, and he starts talking to me like he knows me. That's weird, because he never says anything or looks at me at all. Huh. <laughs> he likes you. And it's usually really awkward, because I'm like, uh-huh. Because you said bat lift to how you doing? <laughs> I'm going to start using nonsense words when they people talk to me. Just do it in French or something. I don't know if I remember enough French. <laughs> Just make something that sounds like French. <laughs> that sounds like a combination between French and the Swedish chef. Well, you know it might quality of accents right it's like yeah you'd try to do the english one and you'd say something australian right <laughs> right oh guys all right i okay oh, man, Bye, I wish, i'm shutting off the record with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.